to Real Buyer Reviews. I'm Tyler. And I'm Tara. We're a husband and wife duo, and every other week we're giving our hot takes on our favorite games, food, movies, and more. This week, we're we, talking, we're, we're late. We're late. We're yeah. late. But, late. But, but for good reason. Yes. We are talking everything Star Wars Day. It's Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you, Tara. May the 4th be with you, Tyler. Yes. Yes. Today is, or, yes, today is Star Wars Day. <laughs> so, um, we thought it'd be a great opportunity to just talk our favorite Star Wars things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before we go into that, we're going to do a segment called What We Learned. And what we've learned in the past few days is or, be careful with your mascara. Yes. And why? Uh, why? I pokes myself in the eye with my mascara brush, and now my eye is in pain. It's like Spain without the S. Spain. Spain without the S is pain. I know. It was I a know. joke. I know. It was a nice side joke. I know. I understand the joke. Well, what I have learned this week is also be careful with your mascara. Because yes. Tara's eye has been hurting her. Yes. And it has been watering all I night. I don't use mascara, but now I'm scared of it. You don't need to. No one needs to. Why does this need to exist? Yes, why does it need to exist? Well, well yeah, might as well just, I guess. How do you transition from mascara to Star Wars? They both start on a black screen. There's black. <laughs> I guess the color black. <laughs> There's a common color trope of black yes. in space where yes. Star Wars is set. Um, and mascara is black. I guess that's, that's the transition that's the, we're that's going the only, with. Uh, connection I can make right now. That's 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 what we're going with. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Ty, what are your favorite Star Wars movies slash movie? My favorite Star Wars movie is actually Rogue One. Ah, good call. That is, my, it, used, yeah. I, it used to be everybody calls as their favorite. Everybody loves The Empire Strikes Back. And it is a very good movie. True. Rogue One, to me, is the best Star Wars movie. Because it's got a good ensemble cast. Mm -hmm. None of them have to be Jedi, but they're all important, which is... Something I really enjoy out of Star Wars because a lot of the times they just put the big emphasis on the main character has to be a Jedi. Yeah. Otherwise, what are their, what's their personality? What's their right. purpose? I very much like that none of these characters are uh, Jedi. But whoever... I don't know who wrote the movie. I kind of want to look it up now. But they weren't afraid to pull their punches because these characters are real. They have their full... They have, like, good development in the movie. It's not a super long movie, but they do have good development in the movie. And they're just willing to let them die. Well, I wouldn't put it that way. Not necessarily willing to, <laughs> but the fact that like the, they're... The fact that the story is willing to be... It's willing like, to be a little more stop, dark. Yeah, yeah. Like, stop the story on an unhappy note is mm -hmm. pretty mature for being a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Especially with, I mean, there's bad CGI all over the place yeah. with uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. That's true. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, just, I'm sorry, bad CG. Disney, don't, stop it with the de-aging stuff. It's not good. It's not. But then at the end, CGI Leia was also was worse than Tarkin. Yeah, you have a point. Yeah. 
they tried to end it and be like, oh, it's hopeful. Where it's like, what do you have there? Hope. Hope. And then Darth Vader walks down a hall and just murders people. And then the movie ends. That's nice. I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I really enjoy Rogue One. It's definitely my favorite. Tara, what's your favorite or favorites? Um, I don't know if I have like a favorite Star Wars movie per se, other than I just kind of like the feel of the series as a whole. Um, particularly because it's sci-fi, it's adventurous, it's, um, I think for its time it was probably pretty new as a series, like, to go out to different, uh, different planets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just very new and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say I just like the original three in general. The original trilogy is original not... The original trilogy. It, good answer. Yeah. It's a good answer. There yeah. are, there, it's it's, like consi- the, it's the, probably the most... It is the most yeah. consistent trilogy. Yeah. Um, and just the character writing is fun. Um, all of the inside jokes are fun. George Lucas didn't go too crazy with everything, which makes mm-hmm. it better. Where the prequels very much fall victim to themselves because George Lucas was much more well known, so he kind of took a lot of liberties right. and did a lot of strange things, yeah. aka all of Jar Jar. Right. And then the sequel trilogy just clearly had no direction because Disney was just like, oh, we bought Star Wars, we need to make a new trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't have a yeah, story. They had they yeah. were going to originally have three different people directing and writing each movie. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's it just good. had a very disjointed vision, which did not help it. Yeah, like, I really wanted to love it, but mm-hmm. yeah, well, it was for- lacking a little bit. The Force Awakens is just a rehash of A New Hope. Yeah, almost beat for beat. And then mm-hmm. the Last Jedi was very much a way of waving. Wait, trying to like say goodbye to Star Wars, being like, "Oh, we don't like the past. We're going to try to be new in the future." So it just did a lot of things, given made a lot of people mad, mm-hmm. but it it tried a lot of things. I'll give it credit for that. And then the rise of Skywalker played it safe, bringing back an old villain, and then trying to overarc everything into one. And it just, yeah. I'll, I'll give. Uh, I'll give J.J. Abrams credit where he picked up a terrible place. I I don't know what they were trying to plan to do after Ryan Johnson ended The Last Jedi, but J.J. Abrams had to pick up those pieces, and for what it was, it was entertaining. It yeah. wasn't good, but it was entertaining. Yeah. I'll give it that. Give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to our favorite characters. Um, how about you start us off? I, actually, I want you to start this off. Okay. You got some hot pick or some hot more like takes? hot takes here. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the first one I have on my list it would be Ray, and I know she is such a Mary Jane. She doesn't have much of a personality or any like faults to her character, but I just love how I don't know. Like she's our first like true female protagonist, I think, mm-hmm. right? Is that correct? It, I mean, besides Jane, I'd, I'd pronounce, or so? I'd, I'd say Leia was that, but I she know, wasn't but as she, much in the spotlight as Yeah, Rey. Uh, like, how Rey is in the spotlight, 
but also she's a very like strong good role model and I I just really enjoy that and I just enjoy like the character's voice acting and uh, how she like her character is designed um, so those are that's my um, opinion of it <laughs> and I know other people are just like no she's not good but I don't care that's what I think I have thoughts yeah. on that. Okay. I'm not going to share thoughts. them all. Okay. I, I Nothing against Daisy Ridley. She did a great job. I don't think Ray's character is very well written in the fact that she is a Mary Jane, and that's a very boring trope to me. But Daisy Ridley did a very good job making Ray entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. I just have more issue with what they did with her backstory. Oh, Yeah. Because That's a little weird. Yeah, I really liked that in The Force Awakens, it was just this big mystery, and then in The Last Jedi, at like the like the end where you see like this little kid grabbing a broom, just trying to remind you, like, hey, anyone can be special. It doesn't have to just be this one family. It doesn't have to just be mm-hmm. the Skywalkers. And then they try to bring it all full circle back to it and be like, oh, she's a Palpatine. We've known everybody all along. I, I found it really boring. I... I wanted her to just kind of just be a nobody, just to be like, hey, anybody can do this. Any or not anybody can do this. Just anybody can become anything, and right, they they played it safe. Yeah, I feel like they could still go all along with it, but I feel like a underlying motivator was learning about her parents, and I feel like they should have kind of tied that in. Like, somehow, whether that would be, like, a memory of her being cared for by her parents or something like that. And I know that's, I don't know, not realistic in the real world, probably, but Mm -hmm. I think it would just kind of give her some closure there. Yeah. The sequel trilogy does a lot with tropes, especially just with its main cast being uh, Finn. He's the ex-bad guy. Mm-hmm. Ray is the the new up and comer and posed kind of comic relief, but also kind of supposed to be the bad boy. But it doesn't really work. It doesn't really no. work because Poe doesn't get much screen time, and they and... definitely cast Oscar Isaac because he's very charismatic. But his character he is... does not strike me as a bad boy. No, no. that's they try, definitely tried to do that with the Last Jedi, being like, mm-hmm. oh, he's rebelling against the leaders of the rebellion. I feel like they pushed that a little too hard. And then he doesn't really do anything in The Last Jedi. Or, sorry, in um, Rise of Skywalker, other than being like he has an ex-love interest question mark, and that's all he does. Mm -hmm. And then Finn got a little more interesting, but they kind of made him fall flat at the end, too. Yeah. Well, we are kind of going off topic. We are. How about we go back to the topic and continue with a list of our favorite characters. So I'll quick finish up. My other favorite characters are R2-D2 because he's a cute robot. Who doesn't love a cute robot? I think you can just classify all the droids together other than C-3PO. Just, we, we can put R2-D2 and BB-8 together because yeah. they're cute. They are cute. And while they serve as comic relief, but they're Who still cares? good. Yeah. I like, can't not like also them. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn just because in like the what's it called the first movie of Phantom the remakes Menace. Phantom Menace thank you they just seem like really cool and also who doesn't love Yin 
Uh, sorry, Liam Neeson. Liam yeah. Neeson. He's just a badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really like Obi-Wan. Uh, I think he has a good character, but um, Ian McGregor, who does, who, who plays him, does a very good job. Uh, just He's just a good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, Obi-Wan's character isn't fleshed out too much either. That That's kind of the thing with Star Wars. Unless, if you only watch the movies, none of them have far too much character. You can kind of understand their personality, but their character doesn't necessarily always come across. But from what we have, Obi-Wan is very interesting. He's the hard-studied master, um, and he does things a certain way, but at the same time, he cares. So I don't know. I, I really I, I like him. Um, if I say Din Djarin, do you know who that is? The name is familiar. I can't bring up... Mando. Oh, okay. Mando. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, that's a good one. Yep. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Very good. Baby Yoda. That was what was... I think that's kind of moving into our next part here. Favorite other extra Star Wars content. Games, books, movies. Or games, books, shows. The Mandalorian did a very good job. I think especially because it was more of a TV series. They had a better... Um, medium to show character and show growth that the Mandalorian mm-hmm. was very... He, he was just really good to watch. I can't say he was, like, charming or anything, but he yeah. had a mission and he was dedicated. Yeah. And he saw and it through. I think because they didn't focus on so many other characters or plot lines, they had a little bit more focus on uh, the Mandalorian, and that helped him overall. Mm-hmm. Another of my favorite extra Star Wars content besides the movies is the Lego Star Wars games. And we, my siblings and I grew up playing the Lego Star Wars game on the computer. Uh, we had so much fun with it. We eventually got it for our Wii system and we were able to play through all the six movies and... We just had so much fun, like, going back to all of the levels, trying to get 100%, and then doing all the bonus levels. So it has a huge place in my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say in the last month, we got the new re-release. Yeah, the Skywalker Saga. The Skywalker Saga. We haven't finished it yet. Yeah, the play is much more like the newer LEGO games. In that the screen can split and you get some voice acting and some new mechanics. So it doesn't exactly have the same charm as the old ones. It's got a different type of charm, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same thing for me, but it's still a lot of fun. And -hmm. we've been having fun going through it right now. Yeah, I also grew up playing the original LEGO Stars, just the prequel trilogy. Uh, Mm -hmm. We had that for the PS2. Remember my brother Travis and I, we 100%ed that entire game. We unlocked all the characters. We went back, did every single level, got all the mini kits, uh, got everything true Jedi, and then we unlocked that final one level from A New Hope, and we're like, oh, that's so cool. And then we eventually got the second game, but we never went back and played all of it just because there's some parts that are not quite fun, (laughs) like the ships. The ship combat is not good. No. But that was very fun. I but other than that, I in middle school I read the book, uh, The Force Unleashed, Ooh. which was I don't remember if the video game came first or the book came first, but there's also a video game of it. 
and it's all about I think all of the content in the um, Star Wars Extended Universe got completely erased when Disney bought Star Wars because they started doing their own star extra Star Wars content. But this was before it was bought by Disney. The story was based around uh, Darth Vader had a secret apprentice named Starkiller. <laughs> and it was all about him and how... It's not um, a great name. He doesn't have an actual name. That's the whole, that, that's the thing. He doesn't have a name. He so. just needs an identity. <laughs> Basically. Uh, so he's, like, the start of the book, he's hunting down Jedi, and, um, and eventually he has to defect, but Darth Vader, like, doesn't want to kill him, so he kind of goes on a journey to find one of the Jedi that he tried to kill, wow. who escaped, and he he's blind. Um, the Jedi Master is blind, so he doesn't realize it was the guy Ooh. who tried to kill him. And he trains him as a Jedi, but he still has some of his Sith powers. Oh. I found it to be really interesting. That sounds super good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know people have mixed thoughts on it. Um, at least for the game, people didn't. Some people really didn't like it. Some people just really enjoyed it for what it was. I remember reading the book and very much enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cool. well, with it being Star Wars Day, we do. I mean, a couple months ago, actually, we bought <laughs> an escape. The bo- I was it's, called it escape yeah, box. Yeah, the brand is Unlock Games, mm-hmm. and they have several. Like in each game, they have like three mini games. I guess you can go yeah. say to go through to unlock puzzles and complete this mission yeah so, like yeah an escape room but yeah basically um but like. you use cards and an app to get through it instead mm-hmm. of like a physical room so we got this a few months ago in preparation for star wars day because we are completely nerds and we already did a couple of the um yeah, we did things. two of them we did the hoth one and then like the space escape yeah yeah, so we've got another one that we'll do later mm-hmm. for celebrating Star Wars Day. Yeah. And we also have a Mandalorian slash Star Wars Monopoly game that we bought in winter of Probably. last year, yeah, and like we year played ago. it once. <laughs> Almost, yeah, like a year and a half ago. No, not quite. It was in, like, February. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we've had it for a long time, and we just haven't really picked it up. It's kind of a... B or C tier game right I mean, now. It, I think it's Monopoly Junior. No, not quite. It's just the board is smaller and mechanics are kind of annoying. Yeah, like, I th- think when we played that, that was the first or second time I played Monopoly with actual <laughs> rules like houses and hotels, and I still don't understand it. Yeah, I think I understood it. I think it was just. The odds were stacked against me, and at that point, I stopped having fun. So, yeah, games are no yeah. longer fun if you're not winning. No, of course not. And I think that's the extent of our Star yeah, Wars things. I mean, uh, I had a Star Wars game for my Game Boy as a kid. Okay, uh, it was just go. It was a 2D like side scroller. You go through the original trilogy, and I think for the longest time I got stuck in Tatooine, or not Tatooine, in uh, Moss Eisley on like the second or third level. <laughs> and then I remember one day we were going camping and uh, driving up north, 
I was playing it and I finally got past the level and then I just kept playing and kept playing and kept playing. <laughs> and I think that weekend I finally beat it for the first time ever. Nice. I don't remember what that was called. Now I want to... I'm feeling nostalgic now. I want to look that up. Do you still have it or did you get rid of it? I probably got rid of it. Oh, it's a bummer. Maybe next time I go retro shopping, I'll look for it. <laughs> Do you need it though? <laughs> the nostalgia though. <laughs> the nostalgia. I can't fight the nostalgia. I can't fight the Nostalgia. I don't, nostalgia I'm trying to think wins if there's any other. I mean, Book of Boba Fett was this past winter. That was just kind of eh. I was, yeah, it was kind of eh, but it was fun to watch every week. It yeah, I mean, it was fun to have something. It's always fun to have something that comes yeah. out um, or that's being released that you can just mm-hmm. keep up with. But it didn't feel like it had a clear vision for it, other than like let's redeem Boba Fett as a character because he's kind of a. In the movies, he's like a hardcore, cold-blooded mercenary. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, let's redeem him as a character, make him likable. I think they, A, I think they kind of went a little too far making him, trying to make him like lovable rather mm-hmm. than just an anti-hero. But then they kind of lost focus halfway through and they're like, let's oh, yeah, throw the did. first two or three episodes of Mandalorian season three in here to keep people interested. Yeah. <laughs> Which felt unfocused. It did. It felt like it was much more pandering. Is pandering the right word? Uh, Focused on appeasing uh, the fans of Mandalorian. I think maybe. I I don't know if it was more if it was that or if it was just, okay, we need to make this 12 episodes. We've got eight episodes of content. What can we do for three (laughs) or four more? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, one we'll of the to, two. Yeah, we'll have to see how what happens with the Obi Wan series mm-hmm. coming Which out soon. Do comes you know out in a couple about weeks. Oh, a couple weeks. A couple weeks. I will pull it up on my phone. I'm not sure even the full premise, other than the fact that it's Obi Wan. That's kind of <laughs> it. <laughs> That's about the extent of what I know of it too. Do you know who's playing Obi Wan now? Yeah, it's Ian McGregor. Oh, good. I, the, ser- I, the series, I think, is actually just called Kenobi. Okay. Uh, here, do, 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 let's... The Jedi Master contends with the consequences of his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his one-time friend oh, and bummer. apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, who turned to the dark side as... E- this is bad <laughs> English. As evil Sith... Oh, wait, no, it's not. As evil <laughs> Sith Lord Darth Vader. I know that um, in the trailer... So, otherwise there was... known as Obi-Wan goes to therapy. Not really. He should, though. Obi-Wan should go to therapy, but yeah. he doesn't. So, he has issues. Uh-huh. Um, so, Ian McGregor has come back to play Obi-Wan. I know even they even got Hayden Christensen to be in the Darth Vader wow. costume, even though you never see his wow. face. <laughs> um... Yeah, I really don't know much about it. I, in the trailer, I think there was a second sister, which is Star Wars lore, about there were Jedi who were originally captured during the downfall of the Republic instead of just killed. Mm-hmm. And they were corrupted to not quite be Ooh. Sith, but to serve the Empire. And they're the second Ooh. sisters, or the second brothers, I guess. There was a game, uh, Star, Je- Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which came out a couple years ago, which was very good, um, centered around um, a guy, and he ended up fighting a bunch of the second sisters, but hmm. yeah. Super I think they're supposed to, no, 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 sorry, it's Imperial Inquisitors that are in um, oh, okay. 
that are in Kenobi. So I that's, don't know the full plot. That's not as cool as Second Sisters. No. That's a cool name. But the Second Sisters are in Jedi Fallen Order, so when that sequel eventually comes out, you'll see okay. more of that. Okay. And Trilla. Who is Trilla? Second Sister. Okay. Yeah. You'll find out. We'll play it eventually. <laughs> no, I kind of wanted to keep blind on Kenobi because I want it yeah. to be good uh-huh. and I want to be surprised. I don't want to like go right. in knowing exactly what the story is, even though yeah. in these series where it's in a point in time where we know what happened before and we know what happened after, so we know where it's going to eventually need to end. Mm-hmm. This is one of those stories where it's like it's it's far enough in the middle that things can happen that change our perspective of what happens after. So this happens right. before A New Hope. Okay. So there, I'm not saying there's going to be a big plot twist, but I like the middle ground that they give where it could be. There's grounds for some type of plot twist that will be like, oh, maybe Darth Vader was actually having regrets earlier than uh, Return Ooh. of the Jedi or something. like I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe he just went mentally insane. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I guess I'm curious if James <laughs> Earl Jones is going to be paid a lot of money to come in and record, uh, like three voice lines like he did for Rogue One. That's great. How old is he now? <sighs> I don't know. I'm gonna look this up. James Earl Jones is a national treasure. What else is he in? He's Mufasa in The Lion King. Aww. He's in. He's in a bunch of things. He is 91 years old. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I almost said happy birthday, James Earl Jones. <laughs> no, it's his birthday. It's quite his birthday. We can just say happy birthday to people who have lived a long time. Congratulations, James Earl Jones. And happy birthday. And happy birthday. We don't know if it's your birthday, From but we're us just congratulating you because you. at some point in the last 364 days, it was your birthday. Maybe today is his birthday. Maybe it's actually no. <laughs> I don't that would be a great coincidence that James Earl Jones's be. birthday was would be on Star Wars Day. Yeah. Well, I hope next time we will finally be getting to our episode three content, talking about favorite TV, TV shows? shows and movies, which okay. I think will be nice and prepped for because we just finished watching our favorite TV show again, and yes. boy, <laughs> does that have an emotionally charged ending. Yeah, tears were involved. That's what happens with drama series. Yeah. On a happier note, let's do a random review, Ty. Yeah, Tara wanted to do a random. Like a truly random review. I have a random noun generator up on my phone right now. We're going to see what we get here. Yes, in three, two, one. We are going to review. Instance. What kind of instance? Yeah. Like an instance in time? Do it again. What about instant noodles? We can review instant noodles. Instant noodles? Yep. All right. Instant noodles. What are your thoughts on so, instant noodles? So, I never really ate, like, the instant ramen. Mm-hmm. And it's very cheap. I know that. I, yeah, I know that. And I'm assuming, like, it gets the job done if you really need something. But my sister introduced me to, like, legit ramen in college, and I have been forever changed. Oh, you can't it's go back once you have no, actual ramen. So, I've never really touched the instant stuff since, and anything I do for ramen usually involves all the ingredients you'll need. So, like noodles, the onions, ginger, soup broth, all the good stuff. We've made yes. ramen. 
It's, it's delicious. Good. I think the first time I had instant noodles was like I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And we just had them sitting in the cupboard. I'm like, oh, I'll try this. And either I don't. Somebody told me, oh, don't use the whole seasoning packet. Just use a ve- just use a little bit because it's really strong. Mm-hmm. And I basically just had water with noodles because oh, no. I thought I did it wrong. Because <laughs> I threw out the rest of the, the no! packet, and then I had it one more time, and I put the entire thing in. I'm like, okay, oh my gosh. this is what it's supposed to taste like. This isn't very good. <laughs> and I realized we we didn't have them in the house to actually eat the instant noodle or to eat the ramen noodles. We had them in the house because my dad likes to make stir fry, and so he we boiled the noodles to use oh in stir fry <laughs> instead of making instant ramen. <laughs> Although my you little know. brother very much enjoyed eating the ramen, I he, he would eat that it. all the time. Yeah. Um, and it, in college, people would just I. I knew people in classes who bought instant ramen as snacks and they ate yeah. it hard. That doesn't sound good. Well, no, I had it doesn't. I have a friend from college who introduced me to taking the raw noodles like uncooked and then just kind of dry frying it in a pan. I believe she put like honey on top of it, so it was kind of like a crunchy sweet snack. It was actually really good, but I have not had it since. You're going full Jake Peralta on me. In Brooklyn Nine-Nine, when he's in prison and he gets the nickname Beef Baby, he gives uh, the gang leader a tip. He's just like, take the little crumbs and sprinkle it on top for a crunchy surprise. For <laughs> <laughs> a crunchy surprise. Yep. I, I, I'll still be proud of myself that I did not buy ramen noodles. Not, ramen noodles. Ramen noodles. Instant ramen noodles in college. Ramen noodles. I did not buy them in college. Yes, I didn't have to steep to that low. Nope. But now that or we're talking about them, I am genuinely curious what the price difference is if we just go to the, like the normal store, buy instant noodles versus going to Costco. What the price per unit ah. is. <laughs> so well, comment, is, someone really tweet well. at me at the one true TV. Tell me if it's cheaper to buy noodle ramen noodles at Costco. I'm not gonna go buy ramen noodles at Costco. I just want to know how much cheaper it is if it is. Yes, please let us know. And until next time, we hope you have a great week and may the fourth be with you. Or is it Revenge of the Fifth? No, I did the finger guns already. We are going to end there. But it's Revenge of the Fifth.